0: This is Talk Freight. Talk Freight. And this is Craig Bliss. What's up, everybody? It is Craig. You know, I was just saying, I think that clap was a little bit too hard. Uh, But nonetheless, it is Craig. I hope everybody had a fantastic start uh, to their week today because today is the most dreaded day of the week for some, and that is Monday. You know, I actually had a great day uh, today on a Monday. Uh, Very busy, actually. I'm actually in the process of relocating back to Illinois. If you don't know, I live here in Arizona and Phoenix, Arizona, to be exact. Um, So in the next coming months, I am going to move back to Illinois. Uh, Just moving a house or moving the contents of a house um, is pretty challenging. But moving the contents of a house plus a large warehouse For my other business a e-com business um is just even more challenging as a ton of behind the scenes stuff um but shouldn't be that bad because i work in logistics i'm sure it's a lot easier on me than anybody else who doesn't work in logistics um or at least i hope so but anyways on today's or tonight's wherever you're at in the world on today's uh episode of make more money mondays sponsored by truckstop.com we are going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about is trucking more like Wall Street than Walmart? Plus, we're going to talk about our Megas, the Mega Carriers and Mega Brokerages. Are they pushing out the little guy with systems like Sonar? And of course, we're going to talk about everything else as Freight. And now you may see, I'm going to pop a few things out on my screen. So there may be a delay or you may see me uh, disappear there. But nonetheless, you know, I'm also here to answer your questions. So make sure you drop the questions below. Um, I will see them it may take me a minute, but I will see them. I always answer them on the show or at least after the show um, For everybody else to see them and especially if uh, you know, you're watching the replay But I'll say it today before I got on here You know what's great about doing these make more money Monday videos or my talk freight uh, talk freight videos in the evening time is that? I actually get a chance to get a feel of the market or see how the market is just by simply reading the same day post or comments And the uh, freight groups such as my freight group or trucking group, freight brokers, and truck drivers. And now it's clear from the last couple of weeks, last couple of days mainly, the freight volume and the rates suck. You know, I see it from all sides of the industry, even brokers. I know truck drivers, my truck driver friends, they're not going to believe it. But as it turns out, brokers are in a challenging time as well, not just drivers. Of course, I feel for my drivers a little bit more, um, you know, when we talk about that. But nonetheless... But also, last week, I mentioned that I am now a FreightWave Sonar subscriber. And I'm also going to talk about that today. If you're not familiar with Sonar, it keeps saying that. <laughs> if you're not familiar with Sonar, Sonar is like the powerful data system created by FreightWaves. I'm sure there's a better way of introducing them. But that's basically what it is. You know, I've been watching people talk about Sonar um, on YouTube, on the FreightCast, other people on you know Facebook for the last year, maybe year and a half or so. And I finally decided recently to pull the trigger and start paying uh, for Sonar. Um, I think it's great. You know, it's um, it just basically helps. I, I don't know much about it yet, but so far, what I'm getting out of it, it basically helps you understand the freight market better. I'm gonna be honest. It's a little pricey, my opinion. Depending on your operation, you may you may agree with me or you may disagree with me. But in my opinion, I feel like the system is you know a little bit pricey, um, but you know with all the powerful features and the data behind it, especially when I start to understand a little bit more. In my opinion, I believe it is worth it. And like I said, because of all the chatter in the freight groups about the rates lately in the freight market, I thought it'd be a great time to introduce Sonar. But now before I do that, I wanna mention, I'm not sponsored by Freightways. I'm not sponsored by Sonar. I'm a full price paying customer just like everybody else who uses it, that I know of. <laughs> I feel it's important to mention that so no one thinks that you know what I say is influenced by um, sponsors because you know the information I'm about to show you is what I gathered from my own research as well as from others who write about it, other content creators, and so on and so forth. Um, if you see me right here just looking down, I'm just sharing it out. As you guys may know, when I do a Facebook video, I can't start sharing it out to the masses until I'm already live, and so I like to do that. If you guys could, the only way these videos get out to the freight masses, if you just simply click on that share button or the like button and do all that, that helps the Facebook gods or the people who work behind Facebook um, kind of pop it up. But anyways, basically, I want to say is no sponsors influence what I say or my opinions or lack of opinions in that case. So anyways, I just want to say that. That was important. But what in the hell is going on with rates? I'm asking you guys that because I'm seeing posts from people, you know, not so much my group, the freight brokers and truck drivers, but other professional uh freight groups. I'm seeing posts from people saying, you know, this year rates is nothing like last year. Or I used to take, you know, this lane for X, Y, and Z. Now this year I'm only getting paid for, you know, X and Y. Or I'm seeing stuff like Uber Freight is once again underbidding every other broker, and so on and so forth. And now I want to say it's all valid. The freight rates do suck. Freight rates, almost a tongue twister. Freight rates do suck. Uh, but I was like, it doesn't first quarter kind of, you know, always suck, you know, anyways, excuse me. I mean, as long as I can remember, I only been doing this for about 10 years. Um, all sides of the industry, the brokerage, the shippers, the carriers, and I can, you know, I can remember on all sides of the industry over the past 10 years, first quarter always sucks. Um, I can't speak for the flatbeds, can't speak for intermodal, can't speak for container, all that jazz. As you guys may know, I stuck to the easy stuff, drive van, reefer stuff. Also dabbled in you know, uh, air freight with sprinters, cargo vans, straight trucks for about four years. But nonetheless, for as long as I remember, the first year um, sucks you know, with freights and that's what I want to talk about and that's why I want to pull up Sonar. I do see a question from Mike Douglas on the Facebook comment, I believe, saying, I wonder where they get their information. DAT is very upfront. How uh, How upfront about where they to gather information? I believe what he's saying is I wonder uh, Where FreightWaves or Sonar gets their information? DAT is very upfront. Great question Mike That's actually one of the first questions I asked on my uh, On my sonar demo or FreightWaves sonar onboarding, you know last week or such uh, From what I gathered I didn't write it down or at least don't have it right in front of me from what I gathered Great Wave Sonar gets all this information from like a billion data points. I said billion with a B, it could be an M, millions, but I believe it is billions with a B. And from, I remember on that onboarding call, they made it clear that they have more data points than any other providers, such as truckstop.com rate analyst tool or DAT uh, rate tool. Uh, They have more data points from them. They get them from all over, from like uh, the digital or the electronic tenders, um, different, you know, data centers, all that. They also use DAT, so that's what's funny. I haven't got it yet, but it, during my demo, uh, the guy who showed me my demo, Harrison, who works at Freightways, he showed me where you could see the rates from what DAT is showing, also the rates that Freightways is showing, and there is about a seven-day or more gap from what DAT is showing in Freightways. That's simply because Freightways produces uh, or compiles these rates a little quicker or actually a lot quicker than these other rating tools such as DAT. And so um, I hope that answered your question because that was one of my questions. I apologize I do not have the technical terms for um, you know where what, the exact data points that they get. However, when you do look up on freight waves different lanes, if I see it I'll point it out, it does tell you the source of that rate <laughs> or the information for that uh, for that lane. But nonetheless, hope that answered your question. If you have more questions, ask me or send a message to Freightways. But anyways, I'm going to pull up Sonar on my side, on my screen. Um, I think the website for Sonar is pretty cool. It's sonar.surf, you know, like .com, but .surf, sonar.surf. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I think the oddest things are funny. So anyways, I'm logging in on my screen here. I'm going to go. Hopefully on your side, you see some colorful stuff popping in on your screen. What we're showing here is a country, uh, excuse me, a map of the U.S. On the left, we have some blues, some reds, some whites. On the right-hand side, thank you. Um, on the right-hand side, we have something that looks more camouflaged with some greens, some reds, and some whites. And now, a lot of this stuff, bear with me again. Um, this is your head haul index, okay? And now... I'm sure freight waves could say a lot better than what I can, but from what I'm gathering, the head halt or the haul is calculated um, by like subtracting the inbound tender volume index from the uh, outbound. And so what is left is basically the head halt. The greater the value, the, it means the easier it will to get you know freight out of that area. The lower the value, the lower the number means it will be harder to get freight But on this side, you see on the left-hand side, you see the blue, you red. And on the um, right-hand side is another map that you see some greens, whites, and some reds. So basically, this mean is like the head haul. Uh, The greater the number, meaning the more likelihood you are to get freight. The lower the numbers, you can't really see it, but the reds, meaning that it's going to be harder to get freight out of this area. And now, for a one-man band, you know, an owner up This is probably going to be way too much information for you. But a guy with a fleet, you know, a small carrier, an agency, a freight brokerage, this data is like gold and I tell you why. It's because this is indicating from the last week of all the changes in the markets or the states where the likelihood to get freight. Now, each map is different. On the left-hand side, where I'm moving my little hand here, uh, this is just showing the weekly index. But on the right-hand side, where I'm moving my little hand it is showing uh, the volatility for the past week. And so in this case, it is showing that, you know, different markets, the darker the green or the greener markets means that it has a stronger increase of um, headhaul index, meaning a stronger increase in chance of getting freight. The same respect for the darker the red means the strongest decrease in the likelihood of, of getting freight up uh, for, in that area. So like in this area, I can't even see is California is showing like a, uh, a moderate red or maroon. That means a moderate decrease of freight in this region, meaning it's a decrease of likelihood. You can get freight easily out of that market. Whereas other areas um, on the map, such as like the e- Air Cl- Eclair, Wisconsin. You know, I can't even say that. E clear Wisconsin, whatever. Um, and you see Maine is red as well. I'm going to be honest. One thing I find kind of confusing with this map is everything starts in white. White indicates there is no change, meaning the freight is exactly how it was probably the week before or the day before when you were hunting for it or looking for a truck. Okay. From there, it goes from a dark green to a lighter green. Okay. On the positive side or on the increase side. On the decrease side or the negative side, it goes from like a dark red or dark maroon to a lighter red. And so when you first look at it, it could be a little bit confusing slightly. Um, but nonetheless, when you're staring at the screen yourself, um, you can easily determine which is which. But anyways, back to this. So this is just kind of saying what has more freight in what area. I'm going to try to not click on a lot of things so it's not buffering like Netflix on your side. I understand we had issues. Apologize. Um, but we're going to pick out some markets here just so you could see. Now this one, I'm hovering, if you cannot see it, over the Chicago market. It is showing a positive, you know, head index of about 10 or a little bit over 10. It is showing blue. So that means that you have a greater likelihood of leaving the Chicago market with freight. And now one thing of, or one reason I'm finding why I like both screens open, one on the left, one on on the right, is simple. Because as I'm looking on this screen, I'm circling my hand over. I want to see it in comparison to the weekly changes or the changes that happen in the week. And as it turns out, for the same market in Chicago, we're still pretty good as of this week. Freight basically did not go up a lot, did not go down a lot. From the information I'm gathering, therefore, it's you know it's pretty level out compared to another location such as another dark blue. I'm gonna say it wrong. I apologize. Eclair, Eclair. I don't know. Anyways, this Eclair market is showing pretty dark blue down here, is showing over seventeen. Uh, the, oh, there we go. The index seventeen. Over here, you see this week, it is green as green can get, indicating there is more freight this week than there was last week in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And now, FreightWave puts it a couple different ways. Oh, no, I'm going to say that. Excuse me. Speaking ahead of myself. Anyways, this is basically showing if you have freight going into the Eau Claire market, you can essentially be okay getting freight out of that market. And now... Someone earlier, uh, Mike Douglas, he has a great question about where does Sonar FreightWaves get all their information? DAT says it. Well, one thing about FreightWaves is their information is released a lot sooner than the other rating tools such as DAT, you know, TruckStop, all the other ones. Um, And it's because DAT, they publish the rates, you know, after the broker posts it, after the carrier accepts it, after all the billing, all that stuff. So there's like a two-week gap. FreightWaves is like a one-day gap. And so what you see on DAT is probably not as accurate as if, as it would be if you saw it here on Briteway. So right now, I am not sure if DAT is showing Eclair, Wisconsin. <laughs> I hate saying that word. Uh, Eclair, Wisconsin as a hot market. I'm not sure because this is just showing, you know, this week that it is. But anyways, and now I was about to jump in ahead of myself. Let's get out of the screen. I'm going to attempt to move screens here, okay? I see your cost, Michael. Okay, I'm gonna answer that real quick. So the cost for my uh, my seat or my um, subscription for Sonar Freight Waves, and I'm gonna warn you, it could be different from other people. Uh, it's like 175 a month. It's um, you can either pay per year or per month or whatever. I pay per month for this thing. It's a one year agreement uh, to have this access to Sonar. Um, like I said, it's very comparable in prices for other systems. I think DAT rate whatever is up there truck stop is up there as well The difference are you know, the difference being this is just for data Obviously, I can't put you know book trucks off of this if I was a broker if I was a carrier I cannot find you know brokers on this. It's not for that. It's simply for data. Okay? I just want to say that uh, back to what I was saying so on the sonar while I am learning the system because there's a ton of stuff you know, mix into it. That's why they do like an hour training week that I've not started. Um, I just look at the head haul and the tender rejects. Again, freight waves can define both of these terms a lot better than I can, but I'm going to attempt to. The haul, like I said, the greater the number, the greater the likelihood you are to get freight out of that area. And so the lower the number, the harder it is to get freight out of that area. Tender rejects or outbound tender rejects um, is a little bit different. Let me click on that page the and it's loading up here and again i'm not going to click anything so it gives your screen time to load um because the system is powerful so it takes a minute here and so on the um okay should be going here okay so on the left hand side where you see the the country of the us of america here this is the uh map of the outbound tender reject volatility again it's the uh the most changes in this time, I think this is weekly. I apologize. I don't know. Yes. Weekly changes. So this is the most changes in a week in these markets showing like Denver, Colorado had a lot of significant changes. They're calling a strong increase. You know, Oklahoma city market had a strong decrease. And so what this is telling you is this, you have a couple different types of freight out on the market. As we all know, you have contracted rates as well as you have your spot market rates. And so essentially what this means or what it's trying to tell you is when shippers, you know, uh, tender electronically tender freight out to, you know, brokers or, um, um, carriers, if they reject that, that freight goes on the spot market, that's when it ends up on sub.com or DAT one, two, three low board, you know, all those other ones, even like Uber. Okay. That means the vendor or the, the transportation provider. Uh, rejected that rate. <laughs> and in this case, outbound obviously means the origin area. So if we're looking at like outbound uh, Montgomery, Alabama market. That means any freight obviously leaving the Montgomery, Alabama market. And now you may be asking, why does this matter to me? <laughs> okay. Now for carriers, now what you're looking for is an area with a strong uh, tender rejection. And that's because in these areas, the shippers are saying, hey, Mr. Broker, Here's this load, take it. And they are saying no. And now Freight Waves is saying that no can be a host of different reasons, but two reasons in particular. Reason number one, that vendor does not have capacity to take that shipment. Reason number two can be that the rate sucks. Therefore, they're saying, nope, not doing on the contract. I'm fishing on the spot market. And now that's essentially what that means. Again, it takes a minute to figure out what it means, especially what means for you and your operation and your area. And so in this case, for the outbound Tinder reject, I'm just going to click on one. Um, it does take a moment to load just because, again, there's a lot of data in here. Maybe I could type a lot quicker. We are looking for the outbound tender rejects index weekly in Denver. Okay. Everything with all these codes are so, um, it's interesting. I, I'm learning it for sure. Okay. So we're just popping up on the Denver market, as you can see on the right-hand side. Um, That's what the blue, you know, like wavy thing going like this. Uh, Maybe I can make that little guy a little bit bigger Boom. Okay, again, we clicked on the Denver Colorado market and we're looking at the changes for this week Um, And now again, this is why I want to mention why trucking is more like Wall Street than it is like Walmart because if you go to Walmart you pick up like this can of Cola if it says 99 cents Well, guess what you're paying 99 cents If this can of Cola is being sold and the freight market today is $0.99, cents, but tomorrow could be $2. Next week it could be $0.50. Cents. You know, it could be anything. But anyways, this is showing this data here. The weekly change in the Colorado and the reason why on the map on the left hand side, that market, the Denver, Colorado market is green, indicating a strong increase in outbound tender rejection. And like I said, carriers want or drivers look for areas or should look for areas with a high concentration of outbound tender rejection because that means there's more freight on the spot market and now anyways and that's of course of your spot market carrier so for the weekly change you know we're showing seven days ago on the 10th um or the ninth excuse me we're at about like a negative one percent of the outbound tender rejection today we're about a three excuse me yesterday we we're at a three a little bit over three and a half percent tender rejection so again that means we're having or shippers are having more tenders reject in this area than what they did you know a couple weeks ago or even a week ago again that means there's more freight so if you are a driver and end up in colorado that means you can ask for more money also if you're a broker in in the denver colorado region that means you can reject your contracted price and go you know go on the spot market or go towards the spot market and now for this time of year, it's kind of tricky, being February. I'm not sure if there's snow on the ground, but Denver, Colorado, seems to be one of those wintery wonderlands. So take that into consideration before you just hop to Denver, Colorado, all willy-nilly. Um, but that's essentially what it is. And now going back to Eclair, I keep mentioning that one because that's part of the um, the market that FreightWay sent out, you know, in their um, their morning brief email. But for this one, outbound, I'm going to write it outbound tender rejects index weekly dot Eclair. Okay, and now I'm going to show you earlier on the headhaul. Remember on that last map that we just showed that looked kind of like camo, had dots on both sides of the screens. Okay, this is putting it more in perspective. Okay, you see this area right here is green. You know, this is Minneapolis, but it's obviously bordering Eau Claire or whatever. And so this is what this means. On the ninth, we had a negative, almost negative 7% outbound tender reject. That means basically if a shipper offered a load to somebody, they took it not yesterday not the last couple of days there has been a definite increase of outbound tender rejection almost about five and a half percent out of this area so again that means there's more room to play uh more choices for drivers to get freight out there um also on another chart that i'm probably not gonna pull up as quick as i needed to do so i'll just tell you it shows in the same all clear area shippers are tendering loads out to brokers or carriers carriers Up to three days before the pickup date. That means or that indicates shippers are are acknowledging that this area is getting tighter, capacity is getting tighter, rates are going up. So they are working on covering their freight two or three days out compared to or what they would, you know, like same-day spot market freight. I know a lot of us, a lot of y'all, a lot of brokers, a lot of carriers live off like the day-to-day freight. It's nothing bad. You just had to be quick on your game. and if you're a broker and you live on the spot market freight and you do not have sonar, you're probably wrong. <laughs> if you're an owner op or carrier and you live off the spot market freight and you do not have sonar, you are fine. I promise you, it's uh, <laughs> and I mean that, you know as a joke because at first when I got on sonar, I was saying it, why isn't more people using it? As I use it, I definitely understand. this thing is it's it's rough. There's a lot of stuff you know to mix in between. but nonetheless, this is basically why, you know, in the next part of what I said I was going to talk about, are Megas pushing out the, uh, the younger guys or the, um, the smaller guys, let's get this way here, because they're using Sonar. And now, in my opinion, they are in a little bit, and that is because, as I said, behind the scenes of Sonar, there's a lot of powerful information that companies can use within their operations. And now, Sonar just doesn't just tell you, you know, freight, you know, it doesn't tell you freight rates. But it it doesn't just tell you the market conditions in the area. It tells you everything. So people can see how the manufacturers are, how the import export is, you know, on the East Coast or the West Coast, uh, vice versa. It tells you a host of stuff. So if you're a small guy, you know, like me, one man band operation, you probably won't benefit as much using it. But if you have a fleet or have an agency, you definitely can. If you're looking to go after shippers, you can definitely benefit off the system. Um, But it just takes a moment. Like I said, there's a whole bunch of stuff in uh, this sonar. I don't have it all up here. But this is like what some people use at a glance. And this is why I want to mention, are Megas pushing out, are the Mega carriers, are the Mega brokerages pushing out the little guy in the freight? And in my opinion, yeah, a little bit. I mean, as you look on the screen, my mind goes, boom. (laughs) I'm like overwhelmed. What in the hell does all this stuff mean? Okay. And as I try to doing it, you know, like 30 minutes here, an hour here, you know, dabbling through it. Uh, when I get done working and all that stuff, I still don't understand it. And so these megas, they're hiring people to just sit here and stare at the screen to understand it, to make sense of all these lines, make sense of all those numbers. Um, and that's why I think, you know, the mega carriers, mega brokerages, they literally can push out the little guy with the help of systems like FreightWave Sonar. And I'm not saying that's a blame FreightWave Sonar. I'm saying these mega companies are using every single resource they can get their hands on to predict the next move, or in this case, predict, you know, moves like months in advance. And I get to that, actually, because this Freightway Sonars, I keep seeing a tab called Predictive Rates. I'll type it in right here. I'm going to type it all here. It's actually loading a predictive rate thing. This is what it looks like. I'm not sure if you can see it because it's very small. Uh, it's very small here, as you can see in my middle of my screen. And now here, I haven't played around with it. I have not compared it to DAT nor truck stop or any other rating excuse me provider just because i am not a freight broker i am not a freight agent i am not a dispatcher or a carrier therefore i do not have access to the systems anyways we're looking up atlanta georgia we're just going to test it out why here chicago illinois boom and it says select the data source for your rate forecast and so mike douglas asked earlier how does uh freightways get the rates well, this is asking me, select the data source for your rate forecast. It's only giving me the option of uh, Freightway Scientific. I don't know if you pay for another rating tool if we give you access to that. Nonetheless, we're going to see what this whole thing says. Now, not use this. So, on this predictive rates, I hope you guys can see this. I know it's probably a little small here. But on the Sonar predictive rates, this is another thing that Megas are using um, and people with Sonar has. They're saying today, um, of course, these are not my rates. This is what this system is you know like inputting here and showing for the line haul today it's predicting a low rate per, per mile out of the Atlanta Georgia to Chicago area i'm assuming for a general dry van freight you know nothing special about it uh, low end was about a dollar 42 a mile high end at a dollar 79 a mile what the average rate per mile from Atlanta market to the Chicago market is about a dollar 60 and now what this predictive tool thing is saying that you know the medium or the average rate per mile from the Atlanta Atlanta, Georgia market to the Chicago market in three months Will be around one70 dollar seventy. They're also saying in about six months. It will still be around a dollar seventy. This is just a uh, Predictive rate thing that a lot of people use especially for their day-to-day spot and now below it I don't know if you can see it. It says adjust with uh, fuel surcharge of course, you know, you could put whether you have like a percentage based fuel surcharge or a custom um, fuel surcharge you know with your customer a lot of people don't use it, especially on the spot market so adjust it accordingly if you use it but these megas they're using tools like this to gather rates and now when you see in areas that the area may not be so good for the broker um, here's the thing you're looking at DAT they're looking at this as I said earlier DAT is about two weeks um, you know there's a delay for about two weeks and so if you're looking at the rain, you're saying, Mr. Broker, you know, DAT show me this lane. What did that say? Let's go back. Saying DAT show me, um, you know, low rate per mile of dollar forty-two. They could say, well, actually it's not that. It's much lower, blah, 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 and try to persuade you in taking other freight. That's why you say Megas can push out the independent or the little guy because of the amount of resources they can arm themselves with. As they say, for me, you know, for my subscription, this Sonar thing is like $175 a month. Um, But I'm not a broker and I'm not a carrier. And so it doesn't work for everybody. You know what I'm saying? If you're a one-man band, this stuff probably won't work for you um, just because it's too uh, too much data for probably your information where you won't benefit from it. But if you're a small fleet owner, you know, have an agency, have a brokerage, this stuff can definitely help Um, Can help you make better informed decisions because you're seeing this stuff in almost literally real-time back to the sonar stuff Um, Here you could change it for anything. Like I said zoom in blah 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 But now this is even more powerful I'm not gonna create a page because as I said the bandwidth or whatever is a lot It may kick me off Push me out of midstream and I definitely don't want to do that So I'm just gonna click around on the pages that I created just for this example here Um, but anyways up here this is showing at a quick glance, the outbound tender rejection index. So if I was a carrier, you know, at a fleet, a dispatcher at a larger fleet, a medium sized fleet or broker agency, of course, I can just kind of look at this and get a better informed decision just by visually looking. Obviously, the bigger the box um, shows the greatest increase or the greatest decrease in this case, um, or the change in outbound tender rejection. Down here at the bottom under it just simply shows a headhaul index. Simply what I was showing you earlier about the likelihood of getting freight out of somewhere versus likelihood of not. And now the reason why that's important is because of this. I know myself included, I've never drove a truck, obviously, <laughs> but I did used to drive a, you know, a straight truck and a Sprinter van, you know, years ago. This would be awesome because oftentimes, you know, if I was not on Selectus bidding all day on freight endlessly, I'll get called from brokers be like, Craig, can you pick up right now and take this freight over to, you know, Grand Rapids, Michigan? Well, if I had a system like this, I could basically see the likelihood of it uh, for me to get out of that market and adjust my rate accordingly. But often, the nuts, when you think you're getting a killer rate, not always, but all the time when you think you're getting a killer rate from a broker, it's because you're going to a less than desirable area and you're struggling getting out and you may lose money deadheading to another area or lose time by sitting in that area hoping that someone will call you with a great rate, a great rate. And now systems like these, at a glance, and that's why I named it at a glance, you could just take a look and make decisions knowing that. And Phoenix, I'm not getting anything out. The, you know, the value is like negative 56%. Hasn't changed much week over week, um, so it sucks. But it's showing in LA right now, freight's pretty good. I could probably get something out of LA, same as Chicago. But that being said, the easy it is to get freight out of an area, most likely the rate will remain constant up from what you're used to. When I look at this, or if I was working as a broker of the carrier, if I was looking at this, I'm looking for the market with the most changes or the most volatility. If I see an area with a large or a high or an increase, outbound tender rejection rate, I'm probably moving my fleet there or I'm having my agents pound the phone because the shippers need capacity. They need solution out of those areas. Likewise, if I see that same area with um, you know a huge decrease in outbound tender rejection loads, I'm not wasting my time there. I'm not sending any agents I have pound the phone. You know, I'm probably going to expect my fleet to get mediocre rates because that's just how it is. It's not a lot of freight if it's a low outbound tenant rejection rate. Not a lot of stuff's going on the spot market. And if we are working like the majority of us on Facebook are, working off the spot market, we're looking for the markets with the highest volatility of anything. And <laughs> this case would be outbound tenant rejection. Um, but yeah, that's basically about that with the outbound tender rejection and now I'm gonna go ahead and turn off that sonar because it's um, Tweaking out my bandwidth on my side the levels are showing me but that's basically how you know what, like what sonar is and now um, Yeah, 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 I see it. Thank you So that's basically how sonar is and that's why I say in the beginning before I had sonar I didn't understand or I should say before I was a sonar subscriber I didn't understand why more people did not spend like the $175 a month or whatever it is to get access to the system to at least know, uh, make a decision yourself or make an opinion yourself of what's good, what's bad, what the market looks like. Because if you're anything like me, you get all of your information from Facebook, freight waves, transport topics, video creators like me and other people, a podcast. Uh, That's basically about it. We are literally slim Pickens on data market research and news for the transportation industry That probably means this industry is boring to everybody if you're not in it or boring to people who are not in it I agree. This industry is pretty boring I think I'm only excited about it because I work in it just like you but Anyways, I was long-winded for that. But this freight wave sonar again Like I was saying I never understood why more people didn't use it until I got it now. I see it This thing is challenging. It's a wonder why they give you training to do it Um, And now I know why, or now I understand why brokers hire people literally just stare at the screen all day and make decisions for them. You know, everything's about rates. No one is in this industry or shippers don't pick people because their service is great. I know it's hard to hear the truth sometimes, but shippers sitting, you know, staring at you face to face, they would say, I'll pick your service over rate any day. But I've never met a shipper who stuck true to their word. Yeah. As I worked at a shipper before, I stuck true to my word oftentimes. However, it's not my freight. It's not my money. I'm only the decision-maker off of it. Therefore I to pick price over service the majority of the time. That's how it works. I think brokers, a lot of carriers, a lot of truck drivers, a lot of owner operators, they understand that as well because in these freight groups, not just my freight group, freight brokers and truck drivers, but other trucking groups, you know, I see posts that comes from people saying I've been working with Nancy, the broker for two years. Now she's doing one over on me because she's not giving me a freight or asked me to decrease my rate by a hundred bucks. That's my point is you can do a good job for Nancy, the broker for two, three, four, five years. But if your rate isn't going with the market, Nancy, the broker has to cut you or she's going to be cut by Uber or a shipper simply going to cut her because they're going to go price shopping somewhere else. Again, why I say this logistics industry is more like wall street than it is Walmart (laughs) At least Walmart price matches, you know, some things and freight, they don't price match nothing. They may ask you to go down 50 bucks or a hundred bucks to win it, but no one price matches it. You know, it kind of sucks to hear because a lot of people especially like me where I'm more service driven. I think that's why I was successful in the, you know, the first half of my career because I was more service driven. I think that's when it mattered. Now with all these apps, you know, systems, resources, it's all about the price price always wins that's just how it works and now to me it's almost discouraging to hear that if i had a truck trailer or even a brokerage or a little agency i would almost feel discouraged you know to hear that but it'll also motivate me it would also encourage me to go out get these systems and resources so i can stand with those megas, so i can do exactly like these uh bigger companies whether it's a mega carrier or mega brokers doing and have the same exact information or at least access to the same exact information they were seeing. Because one thing I hated when I was a truck, not a truck driver, apologize. Don't kill me in the comments here. When I drove straight truck or a sprinter, the one thing I hated with the broker say, Well, Craig, the market's telling me this. I don't care less what the market's showing you. <laughs> I want to know what's happening now. Like, this is what it's showing me. Like, if I didn't see it for myself, I didn't believe it. I don't care if that's what the computer screen said you know, showed if I didn't see it, I didn't believe it with systems like sonar. I could see it. I feel like I'm selling it and I'm again, not sponsored by them. I pay for it. Mike Douglas asked, how long have you been with sonar? Like a week. (laughs) I got it. Uh, I think last Wednesday, no, two Wednesdays ago. I just, um, you know, I paid for it, got my login information and they told me to sign up for a training and I just haven't done it yet. Um, and so I thought, Oh, it's probably easy. I just click, click, click inside of it. I was You know, greatly mistaken there. It's a lot. I can't wait to learn it so I can actually just look at it and know what I'm reading. Right now, it's taking me a minute, um, you know, to understand what I'm reading. Nice cat, by the way. (laughs) I see your gray cat in your uh, profile picture. It looks exactly like my cat um, that I have there. Anyways, but yeah, that's Sonar. Like I said, I can't wait to start learning how to use this because all the megas do, I want to start using it. And the whole point of why I pay for this system is to help more people out within my group enhance you know, uh, membership experience with it because it's great stuff. I hope you know drivers ask questions. I can answer it by referring to the system. That's the whole point of it. So hopefully, you know, one day I can get there and hopefully hope uh, and hopefully get it to that point. Um, if you're a member, you get to um, experience or have you know. Sorry, this is going on my phone here. If you're in my group, freight brokers and truck drivers on Facebook, you'll get to experience it just much as I do because I plan on sharing a lot there. Um, and releasing anything that I can figure out from it, but nonetheless that is all I got I'm looking for people to sign up for our talk freight on Tuesday and our talk freight on Thursday last week We had some connectivity issues with a truck driver that we spoke with for that time um, But I'm hoping that we can uh, do it again I know that the 6 p.m. Central time which is like 7 p.m. Eastern time to everybody else. It's pretty late I understand that I don't have kids the number one thing that I heard was Craig You know, I have kids when I'm on the road Night times when I speak, my kids. Fair enough, I get it. And so I'm gonna figure out what I can do to change the time, so we continue talking freight in our group, helping everybody out. But that's essentially um, all I got. I want to say, if you're going to Matt's Matt's <laughs> Mid America Trucking Show, I think it is in uh, somewhere in Kentucky. I think <laughs> I think it's in Kentucky this year, like March 26, 28. Let me know. I'll be hanging around the truckstop.com booth. Um, where you could probably find me. I'll also be hanging around. You know, everybody else walking around, seeing everybody, putting the name to the face to people in the Facebook group there. I will hope to see you. Hope to meet you. Met a ton of people at Gats, the Great American Truck Show last year. Hopefully, meet more people at the Mid America Truck Show this year. I'm actually bringing my 360 uh, camera as well. Uh, I I take 360 photography and videography, so I'm hoping to bring my camera there. And my plan is to do a Facebook live in VR or at least 360 is all dependent on the internet connection at Matt's with all the people there. I imagine the internet connection being limited. Uh, But nonetheless, if you're not there and if I can free my 360 camera uh, or at least have, you know, it connects to the internet there, you will be able to experience Mats Matt's and VR. And I'm going to post it in my Facebook group. No idea yet. We're still like a month away. If you're there, let me know. trying to make a list of people. I have a few on it that I'm going to meet up with, talk freight with, um, all that fun stuff. Anyways, that's all I got. Until next time, remember, say no to cheap freight, remain professional, and let's make more money in 2020. I'll see you guys next week for another Make More Money Monday, sponsored by truckstop.com. See you later.